back to the girl, Burns found a round of drinks on the counter. Okay, he told himself. Let's start over again. And raising his glass, Nostrovia. Nostrovia? She took a sip, then leaned forward and gave him a lingering kiss on the cheek. My name is Svetlana. I'm Graf, he said, knocking back the entire drink. Good to know you. You speak Russian. Why you not tell me so before? Namnogo, he said, just a little. The Air Force would be proud of him for having remembered as much as he did. He also knew how to say, I am an officer, my serial number is, and a few choice obscenities. I know like Russian men, Svetlana confided in his ear. So arrogant. Me neither, he complained. So big. She laughed. Tell me, Graf, why you are in Moscow? Business, he answered. Business? What do you do? Burns shrugged, looking away. Well, nothing interesting, just some routine stuff. His response couldn't have been further from the truth. He'd arrived earlier that afternoon on an emergency visit, all very hush-hush. Forty-eight hours in-country to check out the operating equipment of Mercury Broadband, a multinational Internet service and content provider his company was set to bring public in a week's time. Questions had surfaced regarding the firm's Moscow Network Operations Center, namely whether it owned all the physical assets it claimed to—routers, switches, servers, and the like. He was to find the facility, verify that it contained equipment necessary to provide broadband services to its publicized customer base of 200,000 people, and report back. The IPO, or Initial Public Offering, of shares in the company was valued at $2 billion, and nothing less than his firm's continued existence depended on what he discovered. A green light meant $70 million in fees, a guarantee of fee-related business for Mercury down the road, and a rescue from impending insolvency. Shelving the offering meant death, defined either as massive layoffs, the sale of the firm to a larger house, or in the worst case, shuttering up the shop and putting a gone fishing sign in the window, permanently. And what do you do for business? she asked. Investment banking, stocks, bonds, like uh, Wall Street, you know. So, I am right, she announced proudly, dropping a hand onto his leg and allowing it to linger there. You are millionaire. Well, maybe, he said. Maybe not. Anyway, it's not polite to talk about money. I think you are wrong. Money is sexy, she said, winking. Aphrodisiac, I think. He ordered another drink, and when it came he took a greedy sip. He was getting that warm, fuzzy feeling and liking it. From his perch at the bar he overlooked a parquet dance floor in a small casino with slot machines and a half-dozen gaming tables. A few flat-tops had staked out positions at the craps pit. They were dressed to a man in snazzy black suits, open collars, and gold chains. Crisp American greenbacks were exchanged for stacks of blue and silver chips, no one was playing with less than five thousand dollars. Dice tumbled across the green baize tables. Raucous voices lofted across the room, spirited, cajoling, violent. The staccato shouts had a serrated edge that lent the place an aggressive buzz. At five past nine on a Tuesday night, the joint was beginning to jump. And why, Graf, you come to Metalitsa? Svetlana's hand had moved higher on his leg. A single finger danced along the crease of his trousers. To see me, maybe? See Svetlana? 
She was staring at him, the magnetic blue eyes commanding him nearer. Her lips parted, and he saw a moist band of pink flashing behind the dazzling teeth. He could taste her warm, expectant breath. The scent of her hair, lilac and rosewater, drifted over him, enticing him, seducing him. Yes. I mean, no. I, I mean, uh... Burns didn't know what he wanted to say. He wasn't sure whether it was the vodka or just Svetlana, but suddenly he was decidedly tipsy. He was having trouble focusing, too. Placing a hand on the bar, he stood up unsteadily, bumping once more into the thug next to him. Watch it, barked the linebacker. You're in Russia, he remembered his friend saying. It's dangerous over there. Uh, sorry, sorry, Burns raised his hands defensively. He turned towards Svetlana. Uh, excuse me, I'll be right back. He mumbled the words, restroom and freshen up.